Welcome to Streams in Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor and evangelist and prophetic teacher Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in, to ask questions, and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Alive is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now here's Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me for Streams in the Desert Live, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is A Prophetic Look at the Final Seven Years. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we come humbly before your throne, and we just bow down, and Lord, we ask that everything be said and done in your perfect will today. We ask that the people would see and hear Jesus in all that is said and done, and Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place and in these vessels to do that which you have prepared and ordained for this last hour. Lord, we pray for America and Israel. We ask that you would keep thy right hand a blessing upon us in the trials that are yet to come. And Lord, we pray for those in Georgia, Lord, that small nation that is trying to find its liberty and freedom in you. Lord, I ask that you would just move in a great and mighty way to keep the devourer back and bound in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask for the rest of the world that all that know Jesus rejoice for our redemption redemption groweth nigh. And for those who do not have a personal relationship with the Lord and Savior, I pray that before this day is over, they would fall to their knees and ask, what must I do to be saved? And we ask it all in the precious and holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Shalom, shalom. Hurry, run to your computer and type in www.ustreamtv, then search Streams in the Desert. And if you can't get to your computer right now, you can do it when you have time and watch us on the radio. Well, folks, I'm sure that you all have guessed by now that Pastor Tom is unable to be with us here on the broadcast today due once again to an important business engagement in which I'm sure that if time permits, he will join us by phone. Well, folks, today, in my opinion, will be one of the most spiritually thought-provoking broadcasts we've ever had to date since the inception of Streams in the Desert Live radio ministry. Before we get started, I need to lay some groundwork or set the stage, as it were. One thing that I want to make crystal clear before embarking on the subject for the day is that we here at Streams are not by any means specific date setters concerning the rapture of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, nor have we ever been, nor will we ever be. With that said, you may have noticed that I said that we were not specific date setters concerning the rapture, which is the unexpected return of the bridegroom, who is none other than the Lord, Master, and Savior, Jesus Christ, for his one and only betrothed bride, who consists of all those who are walking in the Holy Spirit 
and are ready, watching, and waiting, and praying for his return. Because the only people that this event is unexpected to is the lukewarm, foolish, apostate, and dead church, as well as all others in the world at large, who are unregenerated in their spirits due to the blackness of their sins for lack of a personal relationship with the one and only true and living God's one and only begotten Son, who there again is Jesus Christ, and through whom is the one and only way to heaven. As for the second coming of the Lord Jesus, which happens at the end of the seven years of tribulation to set up his millennial kingdom on earth, there is no need to even think about setting a date because every eye upon the face of the earth at that time will see him. Unlike the rapture, where only those who are walking in the spirit and ready to go will see him. Today, we are going to be focusing on the prophetic side of the last seven-year cycle of this age, which is commonly known as the seven years of tribulation or the time of tribulation and includes the synonymous events of a great of the great tribulation which is also known as the time of Jacob's trouble and is set in the second three and a half years of the seven-year period that is also referred to as the 70th week of Daniel which in Hebrew is a seven-year period known as Shabla meaning week or in other words the 70th Shabla or week of Daniel which precedes or comes just prior to the return of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to set up his millennial kingdom upon the earth, where we, the saints, will rule and reign with him on earth for a thousand years. Let us now go back for a moment and look at why I'm referring to this as the last seven-year cycle. The Bible outlines the fact that the work which has been foreordained to be carried out only by the hands of the Lord God himself are to be done according to his prophetic calendar in very specific orders, in very specific patterns, and at very specific divinely appointed times. For instance, concerning our subject at hand, which is the cycle of seven years. It says in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 1 through 7, And the Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Six years thou shalt sow thy field, and six years thou shalt prune thy vineyard, and gather the fruit thereof. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. Thou shalt neither sow thy field nor prune thy vineyard. That which groweth of its own accord of thy harvest, thou shalt not reap, neither gather the grapes of thy vine undressed. For it is a year of rest unto the land. And the Sabbath of the land shall be meat for you. 
for thee and for thy servant and for thy maid and for thy hired servant and for thy stranger that sojourneth with thee and for thy cattle and for the beast that are in thy land shall all the increase thereof be meat. And once again, picking up in Leviticus chapter 25, beginning at verse 18 through 22, the Lord God continues by saying, Wherefore ye shall do my statutes, and keep my judgments, and do them. And ye shall dwell in the land safely. And the land shall yield her fruit, and ye shall eat your fill, and dwell therein safely. And if ye shall say, What shall we eat in the seventh year? Behold, we shall not sow, nor gather in our increase. The Lord God said, I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for three years. That would mean for the sixth, the seventh, and the eighth year, folks. And ye shall sow in the eighth year, and eat ye of the old fruit until the ninth year, until her fruit is comes in, ye shall eat of the old store. Folks, I can hear the wheels turning. You got it. This is a perfect description of the seven-year cycle that the Lord God has laid out in his word as a pattern for living concerning sowing, reaping, and resting of the land. But there's, this is where it becomes prophetic. We know that the Lord has set seven-year cycles for the land in reality. We know that there is a time coming called the 70th Shablah, or week of Daniel, which is a prophetic reference to the seven years of tribulation. So here is the situation. Now try and stay with me. In October of 1998, an event was marked by the scriptures that were between and even overlapped the two sets of scriptures I just shared with you in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 1 through 7, and Leviticus 25, 18 through 22. And are the scriptures that refer to the celebration of Jubilee, which is outlined in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 8 through 34. Briefly, the Jubilee is a marking of seven years times seven periods of years, which equals 49. Seven times seven equals 49. And then the next year is considered to be the 50th year and is time for the celebration of the Jubilee, which marks the 50th year and marks the year of liberty where things like every man was returned to his possessions and family. In other words, it, is a, it was and is a time to set free and be set free from all that binds. Now, I said all that, which is since the first day of Tisera, October, of, October 1st, 1999, which was the first day of the first month of the first year of a seven-year cycle, of a new seven-year cycle, after the celebration of Jubilee, now brings us to the reality of the fact that as of October 1st, 2008 of this year, 
Nine years will have passed. I want you to understand that if you want to figure this out, you have to count from October of 1999 to October of the next year, which would be 2000, and it would be one year being the first year of the seven-year cycle. What does it all mean? Well, the first thing it means is that from October 1st of 1999 to October 1st of 2006, we played out the next seven-year cycle, which means that from October 1st, of 1999 to October 1st of 2008, exactly nine years have passed. And that on Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, as of this year, the first day of Tisra, is the new year of 5769 on the Jewish calendar and October 1st, 2008 on our calendar and marks the beginning, folks, of another seven-year cycle of years, or weeks, or shabla, which now brings us to the whole reason for this broadcast, which is centered around the tetrads, or four lunar eclipses, or blood-red moons that are slated for the feast days of 2014 and 2015, exactly seven years from this October and are scheduled by God himself to be seen on the Feast of Passover, April 15th, 2014, and the Feast of Tabernacles, or Sukkoth, on October 8th, 2014, the Feast of Passover, April 4th, 2015, and the Feast of Tabernacles, or Sukkoth, on September 28th, 2015. Okay, once again, what does it all mean? Well, here's the scoop. If the first day of Tisra, 5769, which is October 1st of 2008, is the beginning of the secular Jewish year and is the first day of the first month of the first year of the next seven-year cycle, which according to the Word of God, it is... And if for some reason between now and October 1st, 2008, the the marking of a final binding so-called peace agreement between Israel and her enemies is put to ink and paper, then we certainly can know that with great certainty it marks the beginning of the final seven-year cycle. Here's some food for spiritual thought. Will October 1st, 2008, which marks the beginning of the Jewish New Year of 5769, also mark the next and possibly final seven years of this age, known as the 70th week of Daniel, in which we would see, folks, these things come to pass. The beginning of the seven years of tribulation, The rapture at some point before the beginning of the second three and a half years, which marks the beginning of the open reign of the Antichrist and the time known as the outpouring of God's wrath, which is called the time of great tribulation or the time of Jacob's trouble. And as I just mentioned, is also the time of the rise and open rule and reign of the Antichrist. We would see the implementation of the mandatory receiving of the mark of the beast. 
the battle of Armageddon at the end of the seven years. The second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, not the rapture, that had already taken place. The second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to cast the beast and the false prophet alive into the lake of fire there again at the end of the seven years and to bind Satan in the bottomless pit for a thousand years while he, Jesus, sets up his millennial kingdom upon the earth where the saints of God will rule and reign with him, Jesus that is, for a thousand years. All of which comes just before the time after the thousand years has expired and the loosening of Satan where he, Satan, that is, goes out one last time to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them to the final battle, the number of them of whom is as the sand of the sea. And the description, folks, doesn't end there. It goes on in Revelation chapter 20, verses 9 through 15 to describe the final battle of which time of at which time and just before there is time no more god himself puts an end to all evil once and for all for all eternity and casts satan into the lake of fire forever and then comes the final judgment known as the great white throne judgment of god whereas those who chose to live this life mocking and rejecting the one and only true and living God and his one and only begotten son, Jesus Christ, and the wonderful power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, and most of all, by refusing the gift of eternal life that Jesus Christ bought and paid for with his precious and holy blood, upon the cross at Calvary for the salvation of mankind, which only comes by having your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, where it says in Revelation chapter 9 that Satan and his crew went up on the breath of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and, beloved, and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Revelation chapter 20, verse 9. Verse 10 says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. John continues in verse 11 by saying, and I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books. You notice, folks, it says, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. They had a chance to receive Jesus Christ in this life as Lord, Master, and Savior, 
and the one who would bring them into an eternal life and relationship with him, but they chose not. Now they're being judged out of the volumes and volumes and volumes of books written by the Lord for those who will be judged by their own works instead of having the blood of Jesus cover their sins. Verse 13 says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. The reason it says that, folks, is because the second death is when you are eternally forever separated from the one that you did not want to follow here on this earth, the creator of all things. You will then be separated from God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and anyone that follows them and is gone into eternal life. You will be considered dead for eternity. This is why it's called the second death. Verse 15 says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Remember, folks, we are not able to set the time of the unexpected return, to the unprepared, that is, of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which only refers to the exact day, meaning a literal day as in 24-hour period, and the exact hour, meaning a literal hour of the day that he, Jesus, will return for his bride. Because the stage has already been set in eternity past before the foundation of this world was ever laid by God for this event that will take place on the feast of Rosh Hashanah in the very near future, otherwise known as the Feast of Trumpets, which is also called the Hidden Day, because one never knows within the two-day period that is set aside for this feast each year at what exact time or of which of the two days the new moon will be spotted to signal the beginning of the feast and the blowing of the shofar or the trumpet. In other words, one never knows if it will be in this year or that year. There again, one never knows whether it will once again be another holy convocation, or in other words, dress rehearsal, or if time for the bride, who is all those who are ready, watching, waiting, and praying to be caught up to meet her bridegroom, who is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the air forever. For Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 51 and 52, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now that we is, is reserved for all those who walk in the Spirit of God and who Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior of. That does not mean everyone on the earth, just those who have chose to make Jesus Christ the Lord, Master, and Savior of their life. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised, incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Paul continues in 1 Thessalonians 4, 14 through 18, to give us a vivid rendering of the rapture, which is also known 
as the catching away of the saints when he said in verse 14, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, Paul says, comfort one another as we are doing here today with these words. Paul ends by saying this in 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 through 11. But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. Paul is telling the Christians, I know that you know the signs of the time, what to be looking for, and when to be looking for it. So that part is taken care of. But the fact is, he goes on to say, For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. That's because it's referring to the rapture that some people don't even have a handle on that will take place before the end of the seven-year time of tribulation. And so the fact is, is verse 3 goes on to say, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others. Let us not sleep as those who believe that the rapture doesn't come until after the tribulation. Let us not sleep as those who don't believe there is a rapture at all. Let us not sleep as those who think that there's many ways to heaven and do not realize that Jesus Christ is the only way. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for the helmet, folks, the hope of salvation. For God has not, for God has not, for God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, Paul once again reiterates, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as ye also do. Folks, we must also remember what the word of God has to say concerning the time that is about to suddenly come upon the cold, godless, and unbelieving of this world. For it says in Amos chapter 8, verses 9 through 12, considering the day of darkness that is yet to come. And it shall come to pass that in that day, saith the Lord God, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon, and I will darken the earth in the clear day. And I will turn your feast, 
Well, I suppose if the rapture is going to happen on the Feast of Trumpets, this is exactly what it's referring to, because there will be a Holy Ghost rejoicing as we go up. But for those left behind, it says in Amos chapter 8, verse 10, And I will turn your feast into mourning, and all your songs into lamentation. And I will bring upon sackcloth upon all loins, and baldness upon every head. And I will make it as the mourning of an only son, the and the end thereof as a bitter day. Behold, the days cometh, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor of thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, from the north even to the east. They shall run to it fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. In Isaiah 13, 9 through 13, Isaiah says, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. And I will punish, the Lord says, the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity. And I, says the Lord, will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease and will lay low the haughtiness of their terrible. I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man than the gold wedge of Ophar. Therefore, I, says the Lord, will shake the heavens and the earth shall move out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. In Isaiah 24, 17 through 23, Isaiah paints this stern portrait of warning from the mouth of God to all who choose to live an unbelieving life without his son, Jesus Christ. When he brings, when he begins in verse 17 by saying, Fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitants of the earth. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that cometh up out of the pit, midst of the pit, shall be taken into the snare. For the windows from on high are open and the fountains of the earth do shake. The earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed like a cottage. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it. And it shall fall and not rise again. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high the, king, uh, the kings of the earth upon the earth, and they shall be gathered together as the prisoners are gathered in the pit and shall be shut up in the prison. And after many days shall they be visited. Then the moon shall be confounded or confused and the sun ashamed when the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and before his ancients gloriously. Folks, just before we go to pray this afternoon, I do want to give you the upside of this. 
and that is for all those who walk with the Lord Jesus Christ now, they will have a glorious and victorious, not end, but beginning forevermore. They will live in eternity with Jesus Christ and walk with the Lord by his side forevermore. Let us pray. Father God, we just give you all glory and honor and praise. And as I said at the opening of this broadcast, Lord, I pray that each person that hears this word today would fall upon their face and say, Lord, what must I do to be saved? And Lord, the answer answer was even given here in the set of scriptures that were given. And that is to realize that Jesus died for our sins, that we are sinners, that we need a savior, that he shed his precious and holy blood to cover our sins, that if we will call upon the name of Jesus, he is faithful and true to forgive us of our sins. Lord, we just ask right now that every person that needs to either have a fresh, brand new personal relationship with you for the first time would take that step to fall on their face and pray with tears and a broken and contrite heart. Lord, I do not want to be left here. I want to serve you for all eternity. And Lord, for those who need a refreshing in their walk with you, I pray that they will come before you and say, Holy Spirit, Pour out your anointing once again upon me. Give me clean hands and a perfect heart before you, Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me, but let my joy be overflowing that I might be an ensign to all others. Lord, we love you and praise you, and we ask everything in the precious and holy name of the Lord and Savior and soon coming King, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, folks, that was a mouthful. And it's time to open our phone lines. But it looks like everybody's already on them, so let's let's go for it. Uh, our, our question for today is going to be very controversial and thought-provoking. And it is, listen closely now, class. <laughs> Do you believe that we are close enough to the end of time as we know it for all things to be wrapped up in the next seven years? That is, if it were God's will and in his timing that this would be the last cycle of seven years. Give us a call here at Streams in the Desert Live. We would love to hear how you feel as faithful followers of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ about this question and anything else you have to share that would be edifying to the body. Our number here at KXXT is 602-296-3632. And you know what? As I said, there's already people on the line, so I'm going to go straight to the phone. Good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana. Shalom, Pastor Dana. God bless you. How are you doing? Fine, sister. It was another great show, and clearly what you are stating, I believe that we are in the last days, and things are getting ready to wrap up soon. Amen. I agree 100%. And, and also, too, that it also says in the word that is Zechariah that God will make uh, Jerusalem a cup of trembling for many nations. And we are definitely seeing that in the news almost every day. You are absolutely correct about that. And that that just shows us one more sign of the end of the time that the Lord said that we were able to discern the sky. And those who don't follow the Lord Jesus Christ, as in the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he told them, you're able to discern the sky and know what the weather will be, but you're unable to discern the times. And you know what? There's a lot of Pharisees and uh, Sadducees walking around here today, not wanting to believe what the Lord has already prepared and set right before us. And 
it's all because Satan has blinded the eyes of a lot of people in this world not to even receive that which is right in front of them. The Lord has given us every key to open every door that he has prepared for us at the specific time. I thank you for your call today, brother. And I just want to pray for you and pray that you will be back with us again next week. Amen. And I just want to also say, too, that today in the news, um, Israel, or was it yesterday, that they had released a bunch of uh, prisoners of war over to Palestine as a sign of good gestures because of Condoleezza Spare's right. She's going over to Israel. Yes, and she's going to be going back this next week, so we need to keep that in prayer, too. Because as uh, what we talked about today, there's going to be a real push now, uh, from now until October 1st, for that peace agreement that has been in the making for eons to be put down on a piece of paper, at least for some kind of a solidifying towards Israel, of course, because no one else will keep their end of the deal. But Israel will then be held accountable for what they are not doing. Father God, we just come before your throne. Lord, I ask that you would continue to use our brother in the way that you have prepared and ordained for this hour. Lord, bless him. Give him every need that he has and every desire of his heart as he continues to keep upon that straight and narrow path that you have provided for this last hour. We ask it all in the precious and holy name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you and shalom, shalom. Shalom, Pastor. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, let's see. I believe we have another phone call, so I like this. Just keep them coming. Uh, good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana. Oh, hello, Pastor Dana. Well, hello, Pastor Tom. We were hoping that you might be able to make a phone appearance here today. Yes, and, you know, I just caught the end of the show, and that was a great call right there. And, yes. You know, there is so much going on, and, you know, your question is right on right now for this time that we're in, and it's just an awesome time that we are seeing the signs of the times come to pass. You're absolutely right. And, you know, it's uh, we just need to keep our eyes. And these seven years are going to, there's so much that you brought up in this show that, you know, we really need to be aware of. That's right. Christians. And That's we right. need to know the Word and know it well because... Yeah, the Word is what we're reading in our newspapers right now. That's right. You're absolutely right. And while you're here, I'm just going to share a couple of things that we need to do, some little housekeeping things. Hi, everybody out there. We're on our new uh, webcam in the KXXT studios. Sister Karen is here today. Wave, Sister Karen. You're waving to the world. We just want to remind you that you can pick us up live here on the webcam at KXXT. And uh, there's a link on our uh, website to that on our Signs of the Time page and also on our uh, Streams uh, Live page. And also there is a link to video now on the KXXT uh, website that you can get to from our our website. So our website is streamsaz.org. We also have a podcast now, and we're putting our, our former shows on and uh we also have other types of videos concerning the the mark of the beast and uh, and different things that uh, are out there to be looked at and viewed by video and uh, do you have anything to add to that pastor tom you know i just encourage all of our listeners to go to the website and to look at what's there because there's so much information there and give us a comment you know, go in and send us an email or go in and, and make a comment on there. We'd love to hear from you and hear your comments that you have about the website. 
And you know something else, uh, I want to remind the folks that uh, with September approaching, uh, you need to really try to visit our uh, our website at streamsaz.org and listen to the two broadcasts that are on the podcast page from earlier this year uh, titled Global Systemic Crisis Part 1 and 2 because it is really uh, outlining the things that may be taking place as soon as September in just two or three weeks from now. A possible uh, collapse of our uh, real economy has been uh, talked about there and our uh, our, uh, governmental economy is set to collapse in February if things are on schedule as the uh, planners have planned this. everything will be collapsed probably about the time we go to the new digital tv so that they can talk to us they can turn our tvs on and that will be another show but the thing is is they'll be able to turn our tvs on talk to us uh when the time comes of uh that we're going to be under martial law because everybody's so uh flipped out on the fact that everything has collapsed in america because america is on a collision course with god that's that's what's taking place right there so you know what uh we just want to say that uh we're glad that you joined us here today and pastor tom do you have anything else to add no i you know i just would thank each and every one of our listeners and you know and i just thank you for for listening but i still you know i just want to encourage you to help support the ministry and all that's going on you know pastor dan and i are able to keep this going, but we're not called to keep this going. Amen. This is the Lord's ministry, yes. and we need your help as your faithful listeners to help the work of the Lord move forward. Amen. And, you know, we're running close to being over uh, and out of time. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to remind everybody that one good thing that I saw that came out of uh, the Olympics this year is they did Uh, once again um, celebrate the lives of those that were lost in the 1972 Munich uh, Olympics. And I I do commend the Olympic Committee for continuing to do that since the time of the Sydney uh, Olympics. And, you know, folks, I just want to say that it appears that we're all out of time. And this is Pastor Dana and Pastor Tom of Streams in the Desert Lives saying so long for now. And remember, Folks, we are in need of your support for the work of this radio ministry. Please consider sending a love offering to help us as we are not called, nor can we do this alone. It takes your prayers, love, encouragement, and love offerings, as well as the hand and favor of the Lord God to keep us and this ministry going. You can find our mailing address at streamsaz.org. And it is also 7558 West Thunderbird Road, Suite 1. PMB 233, Peoria, Arizona 85381. And until we meet again next week, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. Lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Until we meet again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live here on KXXT 1010 AM. God bless you and shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Please be sure to join us next Tuesday on KXXT 1010 AM Family Values Radio at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live, when we will once again examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. 
Pastor Dan and myself, thank you for listening, for your calls, for your emails, and always for your generous love offerings in support of the radio broadcast. You may also visit us at our website, streamsaz.org, or email us at streamsaz.org with questions and topics to be discussed on future shows. Much love in Jesus to each and every one of you, and may the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all till we meet again. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?